Welcome to Cellcast, a monthly podcast from the Novo Nordisk Foundation Center for Biosustainability. In this podcast, we get one of our colleagues in the studio to talk about his or her work and hobbies, so you can get to know them a little bit better and hear about their exciting work. Your host today is Communications Officer Anne Wermelyke. My guest today is Sumesh Sukumara, who recently got a new title as group leader for the Global Econometric Modeling Unit, which is part of the translational call run by Andreas Vorberg. Congratulations, Sumesh. How does it feel to become a group leader? Uh, it feels good. Uh, the job more or less has been similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's good to lead a group and also you know, get more people involved into this wonderful work uh, of selecting targets. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh can you tell us a bit uh, more about the global econometric modeling team So I mean when the center the as the name of the center stands it's a center for biosustainability and the group ties up very much to the vision of the center that we are committed to make sustainable changes in the world and develop sustainable technologies moving forward in in terms of production of chemicals Now the the group as such is required to select some target chemicals Uh, mainly in the commodity chemical domain so we are looking at chemicals that are produced in huge volumes but maybe a bit lower in prices and uh, those chemicals end up being precursors to making polymers or solvents or many of the things that we experience in day-to-day life for example um so one of the things that we do at the group is mainly we have a model uh, that uh, we have developed a model over time uh, over four years uh, which is capable of selecting targets uh, which could be repl- these targets are existingly in the petrochemical industry uh, but bio biobased technologies have a good potential of replacing these targets and we are sort of in charge of selecting these targets and give these targets to the higher management so that they can take a decision and employ Uh, some of the changes into or in develop some workflows at the center that can make these uh, targets come to reality and real technologies so more or less that's the what the group is supposed to do uh, in the group we have a combination of a few expertises uh, we have economists uh, we also have uh, in the past had software developers and uh, we also sometimes involve student workers to get involved in this work uh, for mostly in terms of modeling or also in terms of visualizations um we have been here as i mentioned since uh, early 2014 um uh, and then uh, previously it was only two people me and miguel working on it but now we have over the time we have developed the group and uh, now it's uh, almost four people working on it and uh, as you rightly mentioned we come under the i core team uh, uh, and uh, also we have another team that's called innovation project so we are also associated with that part mm. uh, it's uh, led by andreas and we also report to bernard on a on a occasional basis mm. yeah. okay but why is is it so important to take econometrics uh, into account when when doing science mm-hmm. uh, science as we do here at the center yeah Uh, in the real world when you look you know you can make any technology the question comes out is this technology viable and can it be applied to the real world and that's when the term economics comes in can you make money by selling this technology or is someone willing to buy this technology for you and uh, so it's very important to know the whole landscape of the chemical industry and then we have to sort of know which are the particular targets that you can you as an institute can find 
uh, or which are the particular companies or which are the particular technologies that you as an institute could replace to make it more sustainable. Uh, so that is uh, very important and also uh, it, it doesn't just stop with the economic part. You know, you can go forward and do the life cycle assessment of the whole thing. So right now the model, although the, our work is more towards economics, but we would like to actually go in and make some environmental in evaluations, for example, to see actually if these technologies are economic as well as environmentally friendly because many of the time uh, we tend to think that bio is always good. But we don't know that. We have to evaluate it. You know, bio could a bad bioprocess could also be worse than petrochemicals, and we have to understand that. So when we are given a responsibility of bringing technologies in, we have to evaluate it in terms of economics. And the term econometrics is more uh, when you do more regressions and more things work related to data. But uh, right now what we are doing is uh, we have a model that's based on linear programming, and then that model is meant to do you know, highly capable work, which is uh, like selecting targets is one of the achievements. But we, we can also use these kind of models for price predictions of future bio-based chemicals. So it gives us not just the current state of knowledge, but also we can get some insights on how in future we or our stakeholders can get affected by the changes in the petrochemical industry, for example. Okay. So when you try to foresee the, the prices um, and the market, w which factors uh, Uh, do you look at is it also um, uh, transportation of the chemical or is it the whole uh, the whole uh, process involved mm -hmm. or or what what factors i think it's a very good question uh, to begin with there are many factors that affect the chemical industry so the factors that we are looking at is whichever affects the direct cost of the chemical industry now the cost in a chemical industry mainly comes from feedstock the operation as you mentioned, transportation and trade, because right now we are in a global world. Uh, there are many chemicals that's probably not available in Europe, which comes from US or China. So those are factors that we account for. In a regional, we, are, we do also work in terms of regional and a world model. So in a world model, you will account for those transportations between you know one continent to other. But we can also zoom in and look into a regional scenario where in a region itself, where transportation might not be a huge impactor, but there are other cost factors like feedstock and energy and it's very regional, uh, we, we account for those factors as well. So in, in a nutshell, what, what happens is when you, this commodity chemical industry, it doesn't have a lot of profit margin. You know, the profit margin uh, average would be like 5, 15, uh, 15 to 20% max. And uh, in this industry, you have uh, many of the decisions are driven based on the cost structure itself. So we are trying to understand the cost structure, and then based on that, we are making some informed decisions which will be then presented to the management so that we can make, uh, you know, really uh, start making terms, m changes in terms of sustainability. Mm. Yeah. Um, what projects or molecules are you assessing? Do you tell the, the other scientists uh, what would be interesting or is it the other way around that the scientists come and tell you, oh, I would like to work with this molecule. Mm -hmm. Is it uh, feasible? Uh, how does it work? Uh, over the period of time, we have worked both ways, mm. you know. Uh, the the group itself is meant to give targets, and then the target should be ideally percolated to the whole center. But we are also open to many scientists reaching out to us, and we can help them with some assessments, for example. So in the past, I remember we have also collaborated uh, quite a lot with Alex's group. Uh, also, we are in active collaboration uh, with Michael, and it's a future collaboration. We recently got a Horizon 2020 grant. So we are also very open to so that people reach out to us 
if they need some kind of information in terms of prices or market or if they think that we could have some insights that might be helpful for them absolutely uh, that's something we have done it but that's more on a sort of a part time basis uh, but what we are mainly doing is working towards giving a target to the center that has been the main job mostly 90% i would say but we also highly encourage people to come to us and also we'll be very happy to help them with you know giving targets or telling them how particular uh, chemical compound may fare in mm. the future okay yeah um can you tell us a little bit about uh, your background um because i personally i'm thinking how did you end up doing mm. econometric assessments uh, of biotech projects it seems like you need to have both an education as a stockbroker <laughs> and a <laughs> microbiologist or <laughs> how did you end up here you don't need to but <laughs> you might want to hire the right people that's the <laughs> that's the key i guess okay so coming back i mean um, you know i'll just give you a very brief overview of where i come from so i'm i'm coming from uh, in india it's uh, from south india that's where i did most of my education in Uh, I did my bachelor's education there, and that was in chemical engineering. Uh, in chemical engineer, what you are supposed to do is uh, you have to uh, see the effect of applying a technology and how, in a large scale, will you operate the technology? What will be the effect on the cost? And then you have to come up with a plan so that if you apply a technology in a large scale, what happens? And that particular idea itself was uh, very intriguing to me. and uh, that made me venture more into higher education and then i moved to us did my masters in in texas a&m university following which i did my phd in uh, uh, university of kentucky and during that time i felt like uh, i should do more than economical analysis for example i should look at the sus- real sustainability aspect of it and that's when i was introduced into this concept of biorefining so you can actually make biobased fuels for example biobased chemicals for example and uh, that i ventured into that and i did my phd thesis there uh, following which i was offered a job here uh, at the novo nordisk foundation center for biosustainability and i got a chance to take it even further to look it into not just a particular plant or a particular technology but look at a group of technologies how they interact and that's exactly what this econometric modeling group is meant to be as i already explained uh so that was the transition that happened i also felt like this is something that was more calling for me because i just didn't want to you know make you know some kind of a viable project but i wanted to make something that's more sustainable and the term sustainability is often used in a way that uh, quite used a lot to advantage for but for me sustainability is all about economic environment as well as society so when you blend all the three aspects of it into a technology then then you can actually really say that that particular technology is sustainable and uh, as of as a researcher as a person also i would like to reach there and uh, this happens to be one of the stages where actually i can contribute also here yeah yeah oh that sounds very nice that um, that it's also a quest about uh, really doing something that mm-hmm. is truly sustainable <laughs> yes uh, absolutely that's why i guess we all are here for yeah, yeah. exactly um but uh, Some might argue that doing its tr- uh, econometric modeling uh, could be a showstopper for basic science because uh, in basic science you look for things merely to discover how the world works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I- is this true, or can basic science and econometrics go hand in hand? Do you think that uh, is the case, or? Uh, I I think so too. I mean. Uh basic science is very important and uh, there's no uh, going around it i mean many of the things uh, you might not find uh, you might not think that it's relevant today 
but maybe that particular technology could be good in 10 years from now yeah who knows uh, but that needs to consistent work so what we encourage is not going against basic science but we what when what i encourage is like even the people who are doing basic science they should understand where this technology has to go that's our approach we are a people a bunch of people who do assessment uh, we can't say yes or no but we can what we can bring is more transparency okay if you have this project this is how it will look in 10 years from now this is how economics will end up uh, so even the researchers who are doing basic science they are well informed about the technical and also the economic implications of the work they are doing i think that's the goal of the group uh, I, i would never say that uh, this group you know somehow will hinder basic science because uh we cannot comment on that and and i think basic science is very important especially if you're making some kind of a platform chemical for example which right now it may not be very viable but if you break that uh, uh chemical or if you if you actually were able to crunch that uh, research uh, then i think it could be very useful for the whole picture and then so we can do these kind of analysis for example what if mm. your technology was doing the best it can Yeah. what would the implication be so that is something i would encourage the people who are doing fundamental trying to think think also because it's not about you know being economic currently but what is the potential of the technology mm-hmm. and that's something that every research basic or more translational should start thinking of uh, at the center yeah yeah i guess that you guys are not the only ones assessing which molecules are worth uh, focusing on from an economic point of view um there must be some big chemical companies uh, maybe pharmaceutical uh, companies out in the world that are also interested in in making these assessments as well so so what is it that we're good at here at the center uh, i think uh, at the center in the past we have been good at you know some technologies that are like niche market will you call like there are some technologies that are you have for example case of bioferro you also had uh, a commodity going in with uh, recently with uh, serine for example mm-hmm. so there have been many chemical cases uh, that uh, has uh, developed and the center is really good at uh, many aspects of it i see as a center as a potential that could range from a chemical ranging from fine chemical to the commodity uh, uh, as a center i think uh, it's uh, It's very important to think in a way that no matter what technology you are going to bring in there will be competition you mm-hmm. know and it's also good to start thinking early in the life cycle of a project uh, what those competitions will be who your stakeholders will be when you when you go with the technology into the market there will be some uh, uh, some uh, resistance from the market and you have to be ready for that also so it's good to know those things up front uh, we also have a group here that i'm currently associated with which is called innovation projects group they actually go out to the market uh, there's uh, there are my colleagues karma and olafur they are actively engaging with stakeholders to know industry as well uh, how much uh, what are the main players there who who could be the ones that we could target also involving the researchers in the group uh, in the center more posted like okay these are the people who could be interesting if we have a potential project so yeah there are some venues that we are looking into in mm-hmm. in that aspect and it's it's you're absolutely right it's a global uh, industry chemical industry actually is worth of you know 5 trillion dollars and uh, it's a it's a huge industry and uh, commodity chemical only happens to be let's say one third or even less than of it so a lot of it is fine chemicals and as a center if we are trying to make chemicals it just hasn't doesn't have to be commodities because eventually you need to have some other chemicals also which may not just have a economic benefit but it also could be something good for society and you know environment as well 
So are you also assessing uh, fine chemicals and, and pharmaceuticals or is it only bulk at the moment? Uh, for the econometric group modeling group, it has been mostly meant for bulk chemicals. Okay. Uh, but more in a broader sense of the I-Core team and also from the innovation projects, we are assessing more uh, fine chemicals as well. Mm. So we are open to all kind of uh, but the econometric model as such has been made for commodity chemicals mm. because it is a it is a model or it is a group that is uh, uh, meant to know the cost of the industry and then predict things what would be a weaker technology in the industry which bio can replace okay um so when you're not juggling with numbers Sumish, mm -hmm. and the modeling and revenues yeah. uh, what do you do in your spare time um many things uh <laughs> to begin with i will uh, i have a i have a family <laughs> uh and uh, i have a uh, my wife and kid uh, i have a 3 year old son so spend most of the time with him when i'm not working uh as a hobby i you know play tennis sometimes uh in denmark only you get 6 months of tennis i guess because rest of the time it's harder uh but you know I've over the time i've developed some hobbies uh, which uh, help me out cycling is one of the things i do mm -hmm. uh back and forth work uh, i live 21 kilometers away so i have to do a lot of cycling as well so that kind of is my uh, that starts my do day you cycle every day to work in summers yeah okay yeah. and Impressive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that starts my day and that's a good way to end my day also so yeah. i i try to do that as well uh otherwise it's most of the time playing with my kid around and uh, yeah life has changed since I've had kid and uh, it's a wonderful experience to have one and uh, you know this is one time you get to spend most time and uh, very valuable time I guess I really look forward to this summer also in that sense uh, to spend more time with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Is he interested in numbers your kid? Uh, he's only three years old, so I don't <laughs> know yet. Uh, he just repeats what I say. So uh, he's interested in everything, I would say. He's, uh, he's in exploration mode. Uh, and yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. But no. uh, he's, uh, he's very curious uh, to begin with. So that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there something else you uh, would like people to know about you? Something they may not have guessed about you? or? Oh, I don't know. That's, <laughs> a, that's a hard question. Uh <laughs> no, I mean, uh, the in general, I, I'm I'm a personality who would like to open or who I'm very open to listen from people, be it uh, related to work, if it's something related to the projects that they are doing. I'm more than happy as a person, also as a group, we are willing to reach out to people and then help them with their projects. Uh, and that's, uh, that's something... Uh, we encourage in the group as well. So we have uh, uh, two other colleagues uh, who are working with us, Ahmad and uh, also Dominic. So they are also wonderful people. And uh, if anyone is willing to get uh, any information in terms of getting their projects assessed or, you know, even to get some insights on how the market will be, it's a good idea to reach out to us. And we are very open as a person also as uh, uh, we'll be channeling the project in the right way and then... Uh, give them the right full information. I think mm. that's uh, that's what we are here for. Uh, econometric model is a major part of our work, but uh, I think we as a as a group try to help out people in many assessments and willing to talk in many aspects as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, here we're getting to the end, but uh, who would you like to pass the baton to? Uh, I, I, I had a few names in my mind, but mm -hmm. uh, I think I will uh, pass the baton to Michael Jensen. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think uh, one of the reasons being that uh, I've been recently involved in a project with him in uh, Europe. We got, um, um, it's called Miami Project, and it's a 
Horizon 2020 grant. And uh, they are actually exploring some wonderful molecules which could be very good for a, for a, a therapeutic drug, for example. And that's something uh, I think it's a very good venue and a very good person who could share your experiences on this past. So I, th I would pass it back to Michael Jensen. Yeah. yeah. We are looking forward to uh, hearing more about Miami then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I guess that's it. Um, and thank you very much, Mesh, for letting me and all the others know mo much more about the work you're doing in the uh, Global Econometric Modeling uh, Group. And um, thanks for listening.